0: Hi everyone, I'm Ian Havel, and welcome to Rugby Property Radio. Over the coming weeks and months, I'll be sharing with you here some interesting and informative news relating to the rugby property market. So I'm going to start off this week with a little bit of good news on the rugby property market. As recently released data shows, that the number of first time buyers taking out their first mortgage in 2017 increased more than in any other year since the global financial crisis in 2009. The data shows there were 375 first time buyers in rugby and that's the largest number since 2006. I expect in 2018 that this increase of first time buyers will level out and maybe dip slightly as national nationally figures demonstrate that the first time buyers average household income was £40,691, and this represented 17.3% of their take-home pay. Although it might surprise listeners that it is actually cheaper to buy than it is to rent a starter home at this end of the housing market. Many of you can remember mortgage rates at 12 or even 15%. Today, at the time of recording this article, I found on the open market... 189 first time buyer mortgages at 95% meaning only a 5% deposit was required with 3 year fixed rates from a reputable high street bank at 2.49% they even did a 3 year fixed rate 100% mortgage for 2.89% Interestingly looking at the other end of the market the buy to let investment in rugby was subdued with only 77 buy-to-let properties being purchased with a mortgage. However, I must stress, whilst there is no hard and fast data on the total numbers of landlords buying buy-to-let, as HM Treasury believes only 30 to 40% of buy-to-let properties bought with a mortgage, this means there would have been further cash buy-to-let purchases in Rugby, it's just that the data isn't available on such a granular level. In terms of the level of mortgage debt in rugby, looking specifically at the CV21 to CV23 postcodes, there has been a steady rise in borrowing over the last few years. This is pleasing to see, as new mortgage debt is created by first-time buyers, buy-to-let landlords and homeowners themselves. That is being roughly equalled by the amount being paid off with the mature mortgage owners in their late 50s and 60s, finally paying off their mortgage. So what does this all mean for the rugby property market? Well, the the stats paint a picture, but they don't inform us of the whole story. The upper end of the rugby property market has been weighed down by the indecision around Brexit negotiations and rise in stamp duty in 2014, when made it considerably more expensive to buy a home costing more than a million pounds. The middle part of the rugby property market has been affected by issues of mortgage affordability and lack of good properties to buy as selling prices have reached the limit of what buyers can afford under existing mortgage regulations. The low to middle rugby property market was hit by tax changes for buy to let landlords although this has been offset by the increase in first time buyers. If you're in the market and selling now and want to ensure you get your rugby property sold the bottom line is you have to be 100% realistic with your pricing from day one and you might not get as much as you did say a year ago but the one that you want to buy will be less so it swings and roundabouts. I know it's not comfortable hearing that your rugby property home isn't worth as much as you thought but rugby buyers are now unbelievably discerning. So if you're thinking of selling your rugby property in the coming months, don't ask the agent out a few days before you want to put the property on the market. Get them out now and ask them what you need to do to ensure you get maximum value in the shortest possible time. I, like most rugby agents, will freely give that advice to you at no extra cost or commitment to you. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this and I will speak to you all soon. Thank you.